three. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. This is Y'all Heard. Y'all Heard. A podcast for me, Marissa Phillips. And me, Pete Phillips. Are not related. Woo. I wasn't jumping up and down. I was putting a pillow under my ass. <laughs> and this is a podcast uh, where you get to meet two pretty decent people. And you get to find out things about, like, culture Maybe like some paranormal stuff or internet stuff or sometimes like today, some really dumb stuff. Cool. In other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. Pete, how are you? I'm okay. Is that? Um, my mom came to visit this past week. Her birthday is today, the day that we're recording. And, uh, I forgot uh, to do video. That's right. So for those of you who uh, may be watching this instead of listening to it, this is our first venture doing video. I mean, technically wasn't. Oh, we didn't release the video of Blake Wexler? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I think we just Skyped because it, or we just Zoomed because it was easier than Skype. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, if you hear anything, uh, you will see some things, but if you hear anything that seems like it would be better visually, then go to the link where we have the video. Okay. Uh, Wait, but, I say you? You're not talking to me. Go ahead. <laughs> but so my mom comes up to visit and I get called on into a meeting at like maybe 1215. Okay. And I'm like in this thing, which I thought was going to be 10 minutes. Okay. But it turned out to be like an hour. And my mom is like digging through my apartment trying to find snacks. And <laughs> I don't have snacks because if I have snacks, I eat snacks. Yeah, so You can't have your mom over and not buy <laughs> snacks. It's rude, especially on for her birthday. So she's rooting through the place. And uh finally the meeting's over and I go, let's go get some food. And I don't know where to go get food because I don't eat out very often. Um, so there used to be a restaurant. I lived near you for a long time and we ate out. Did you just like forget basic human skills when I left? (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so there's a place that I used to love to go called the chill grill in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. Now you hate it. They closed for about a year and now someone else reopened the place and they're calling it the same name. And I think it is offensive to me that they call it the same thing because we went in the place and there was one other table of people mm-hmm. and then there was this guy who was sitting off to the side now i knew from newspaper articles that he was one of the owners okay so but he's sitting there like he's just a guy and when the waitress was he an undercover boss <laughs> right when the waitress offers the soups of the day he goes, you should try the chicken noodle. It's really good. <laughs> Wait, he says it to her? He says, yeah, basically. He said okay. it to us at the table. Okay. And um, and he goes, it's really good. <laughs> the noodles are really soft. <laughs> okay. And I don't know what that means. I mean, I mean, in my mind, I have a, like, probably like Campbell's. Like a like a noodle from a Campbell soup, as opposed to a, a noodle your mother made in the soup. You know what I mean? 
Not really. Like melting your mouth noodles. You ever had like a camel? Is anybody like, oh man, this soup was great except the noodles didn't <laughs> melt in my mouth the way I expected them to. I mean, I don't even say that out loud, but I thought <laughs> it. And so we both made a mistake that you shouldn't do at a restaurant that you're not comfortable with. We got a salad. We got a grilled chicken salad. Is that really that new? Well, they had orange stuff in it, and we thought they were carrots, but they were peppers. Oh. I don't think you should have anything orange in a salad that isn't carrots. <laughs> you're – oh, Pete. Okay. So now you're like, Pete, you're a crazy person. You're not a crazy None person, but you need to get out <laughs> None of this is – it had mushrooms, and my mom and I both almost vomited on each other. <laughs> God, you guys. <laughs> um, so the other thing was that they would always have, like, music playing and stuff. It would be, like, the perfect volume so that you mm-hmm. could still talk to people, but when there was lulls in the conversation, you'd be like, oh, there's some music. Um, I'm sorry. My my computer's dying, so I'm just trying <laughs> to let you continue while also getting the plug. Continue, though. So the salad was gigantic as well. Mm-hmm. My mom was not convinced that the chicken was cooked all the way through. And we have previously discussed on this show, Marissa, how I prefer hot chicken on my cold salad. So fucking disgusting, but yeah. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. it's a lot of salad. And we're like, you know, what? we could probably have the rest of this for dinner. So we, we get- could have the rest of this disgusting salad that almost made us vomit and the chicken's undercooked for dinner. Um. So bring a doggy bag. Okay. And my mom goes to pour her salad into the container and like a cup of water just starts pouring out. Ew, what? So at the bottom of this giant bowl of salad was a shit ton of water. Ew. We got honey mustard as our dressing and it was a big fucking cup of mustard. Wow. Well, that's, that's it wasn't honey cool. mustard. It was mustard mustard. That's cool. And then the owner was talking to the other people at the place, the other patrons, about just tons of random stuff. But the only thing that I picked up clearly was that he would sell rare Pokemon cards to children. Wait, he would <laughs> sell them to children? Yeah. That seems weird and predatory. Does it so matter? then we get the bill. We're leaving. I'm paying the bill. And the guy goes, hey, just so you know, we're not open on Monday. And I was like, oh, yeah. He goes, I'm not kidding, Marissa. He goes, yeah, I don't know what's going on. There's some holiday or something on Monday. And all the area, all the businesses around us are closed. So we just figured we shouldn't open either. And I was like, yeah, Martin Luther King Day. (laughs) And what did he say to that? Uh, He was just counting money and just kind of like shrugged his shoulders. Racist morons. But cool, bro. Um, and he's not white. What is he? Um, I'm going to go with, I don't remember the acronym for, oh, Asian Pacific Islander. <laughs> huh. Maybe Asian he's not from the U.S. originally. He sounds like he is. Like, Maybe. I should say, you know what? That's not fair to say. I know. Um, but voice, like he was speaking Perfectly fine, and you didn't have an accent or anything like that. 
I'll give him but a pass knowing that he possibly is an immigrant. Not a full pass, but at least he doesn't sound like just possibly, he could possibly not be a flaming racist then. <laughs> I don't know if he was a racist. I think he was just dumb. I think he was just an idiot. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, <laughs> Who's yeah. now running a business. <laughs> wow, it sounds like really poorly. Oh, and, and what were you thinking of AAPI? Yeah. Asian yeah. Americans. Okay, yeah. So that's how you are. You had a wet salad. Yep. Cool. Some days just feel like a wet salad. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so then we had it later and we picked out all the stuff we didn't like. And then basically I had lettuce and I think a slice of tomato. You live out. Why didn't your mother came to celebrate her birthday? Why didn't you just like get something good? Well, we were trying out a place. A new place. No, but for dinner. For dinner, we had the salad. And I'll tell you what we had. Yeah. Okay? If you want to be a beating ass about it. We had turkey hot dogs. Oh, okay. And chickpea pasta, macaroni and cheese. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. So that's fine. And a salad on the side. Okay, so now I don't think you're out of control. Okay. For her birthday, I made steak and we had broccoli Mm-hmm. And we couldn't really figure out what we wanted for the starch, so we had potatoes. Is what you put. We had fries. Yes, potatoes. But because someone, uh, one of our listeners, seemed to—I wouldn't say they liked it—but someone was like, "Hey, you're tapering off psych meds. I am too." So I just, yeah, you know, want to let you guys know you're not alone if you're you're having some issues. I am. Okay, so I am one. I I'm, I survived a week. I have one more week. Are you raising your hand? I'm raising my hand. What? If you Google tapering off of Zoloft, it gives yeah. you a plan about how to do it, and it's every two weeks you cut it in half, which right. is what I did. Every two weeks? Yeah. See, that's. I read a Zoloft tapering plan, and I heard you should go for 200, 150, 100, every week go down by, yeah, I don't know. Are you on, like, a 1,000 milligrams, though? (laughs) No, I wasn't, like, anyway, my point is, I (laughs) hopefully got through the worst of it. Uh, Last week was unhinged a little bit. Um, Felt like I was dying and having an out-of-body experience, and that I had COVID, but without the congestion. But I think I'm coming out of it. Also, someone told me, don't drink when you do this. But I did anyway. And boy, did we I have a I showed them. Yeah, our house, my household had a time. Um, honestly, I have, I have nothing else to say. Pete, I will just tell you this. Uh, I started to force myself to write for an hour every day. Good for you. Oh, how exciting. I'm a, I'm a writer. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, me and Pete, if you, if you're not a long time listener, we went to grad school for writing together. Uh, everyone would always talk about, oh, everyone would always define themselves as a writer, say that they woke up every day and wrote. Uh, mm. I hated them all. And I hate people who talk about writing. <laughs> Just, um, you know, it's funny that you say we went to grad school for writing because I saw somebody who I knew and they said hello to me, and my mom was like, where do you know them from? And I just said, writing school. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, guys? I also got to say, it's so interesting 
how you can see yourself different from other people. Because I still have all these people on Facebook that follow me and like interact with stuff I write. And I'm like, yeah. who are these people? And I was like, oh yeah, I went to grad school with them. I just feel like everyone like hated me or couldn't be bothered with me. Or, and, or also I was just like, I don't want to deal with you. And now I'm like, wow, like, I don't see myself the way other people see me. That's interesting. I wish I was nicer. I was uh, emotionally withholding from everyone that I went to school with, and they um, all just kept wanting to dig further and further. <laughs> yeah, me and Pete were, when me and Pete entered grad school going like, fuck all y'all, it's me and him, it's us versus all of you. <laughs> and we want nothing to do with all of you. And they all liked us. And I'm Except- just like, Except when Marissa was done and I still had a year or a semester to go. <laughs> then it yeah, was just yeah. me versus everyone. <laughs> yeah, poor Pete. Poor Pete. Uh, so, yeah, that, that, that's all um, I'm going to say. I'm trying to write. Uh, also, I created my first gig on Fiverr, and I was trying to see what other people out there were. <laughs> this one person charges $5 for 500 words. And I'm like, how can I even compete with that? Do you hate yourself, person who does that? Or well, do that person's even... probably just using that AI chat system. <laughs> people. Anyway, guys, I, I heard trying to get paid. I don't remember what I was listening to today, but I heard something about um, a profile writer. What does that mean? Like some... Oh, it was somebody... It was in a podcast, I think, and they were talking about how – and I don't know if it was real because it was in a podcast. But um, the person was like, oh, yeah, um, sometimes I am a professional profile writer for divorcees. <laughs> and I thought, wait, does that mean like going on to dating profiles and writing like – Okay. That would be an interesting job. <laughs> Two things. First of all – yeah, maybe I should just start fucking offering anything I want on Fiverr and seeing if anyone takes it. Two, I don't know if you said we had a call, but whether or not we do, I feel like we have to go right into an icebreaker because it fits perfectly. Icebreaker. Do we have okay. a Okay, we do. Okay. Pete, my icebreaker is, again, like I offered to, to rewrite web copy on Fiverr, like, boring if you didn't think about how crazy it would sound or how no one might do it or whatever there's just if you if nothing held you back what is a very honest thing you feel like you could provide on a gig website not writing like like go realer oh writing no uh <laughs> <laughs> i would we um, both have wait do you have an mfa or an ma yeah an MFA. Yeah, we both have MFAs. <laughs> yeah, we, we both have terminal so degrees in our field. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mine would be, I would offer services that coincide with a job that I would really love to have, but I don't think would pay enough. Um, on Fiverr, I would offer my services to make, like to do photoshopped family photos and and other things like or newspaper photos or whatever for movies. Ooh, why don't you just offer that anyway? <laughs> because I hate when I'm watching a movie and it's like, oh my god, that Photoshop job is horrible. And it's not like I realize it's me talking, but it's like yeah. it's not hard. 
So why don't you do that? Well, I can't imagine many filmmakers are oh, yeah, digging around true. on Fiverr well, looking for people uh, yeah. to do Photoshop. They probably see the thing is they probably get their friends to do it, and their friends do yeah. a terrible job. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Um, I have two answers. One is something we've discussed before, which I think we were saying how we should offer to write. Uh, I thought it was either like to to write. What was it? We we were saying how we should offer to write text messages in respond, like. Yeah, like, like, our service would be to write, like, bad news emails. Like, yeah, reply, to, like reply to emails or texts that people don't want to acknowledge. Yeah, like, that, you, that you're not going to go to someone's wedding or that you yeah. need to break up with them <laughs> or <laughs> that. Yeah, things like that. Uh, I think I would be good at that. Very bad at my own mm-hmm. uh, because of my crippling anxiety. But, yeah, I think I could offer, which, honestly, maybe I might as well put it on Fiverr. I'm just waiting for them to say my W9 information is correct. Uh, yeah, so either to write bad news. I will write your bad news messages. <laughs> and I will, I will, I will offer like, I will keep responding this many times for a dollar more. <laughs> yeah. Or, I doubt anyone would really want to hire me for this, but let's say you did something really shitty. But you need me to put a spin on it. For your own emotional well-being. Like, you need me to justify it or validate you. Privately? Yeah, privately. Okay. Not publicly. As long as you didn't rape someone, do incest, do something pedophilic, necrophilic, or is there anything else that's, like, out of control? Probably, like, animal-felic. Yeah, or bestiality. As long as, it, <laughs> as long as it has nothing to do with a sex crime, I mean... Yep. If you murdered someone, I don't even know. I mean, you'd probably be arrested and you wouldn't be able to reach out to me. I guess maybe if you just murdered someone and you're like, can you justify this to me? That's questionable. But I definitely won't do it for sex crimes. Uh, I will justify and validate you, whatever you did, just to make you feel better. Yep. And I would do that for $5. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, well, speaking if you want- of people. Oh, yeah. What? Who make us feel better. Mm-hmm. We have a call from Alex. Okay. So I'm going to see how this works in the video format. Share my screen. Okay. Wait, Alex sent us a video? No. Just share it so you can get the audio. Hi, this is Alex. On a recent episode, Marissa described uh, consuming caviar as part of New Year Eve festivities. And... That reminded me of a guy. Okay, so um, one time I went on a cruise of the Mediterranean. Uh, it was a, with my mother-in-law who sponsored the, you know, uh, the family going. It was really nice. And uh, every dinner on this ship, we would eat in this, like, dining hall restaurant thing, which sounds like being on another planet to me at this point in the pandemic, uh, given that my family is maintaining COVID precautions. Um Man, that was another time, and we didn't have kids. At any rate, um, I and my wife and, her, you know, the other uh, family members who were with us, you know, we would sit around this big round table at dinner time, and um, it, over my mother-in-law's shoulder, I could see this table where there were, it was just a table for two, and there was a guy, and he was always wearing a suit, and he had his arm kind of hanging on the handle of his 
chair in a way that looked uncomfortable, but he hung it that way every day on this cruise. And across from him was a woman who we're pretty sure was quite a bit younger than he was. And, um, you know, like on a cruise, like everybody's ordering from like the same kind of menu, right? Like you get some options, but it's not like you're getting uh, all totally different things in this formal dining room thing on this cruise. Mary, have you been on a cruise? Yes, a few cruises. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what he's talking about? Yeah, you could either go to like, uh, you know, like sometimes there's a buffet or you can go make a reservation at the formal dining room. And I don't know where this is going, but yeah, everyone has the same menu. Although sometimes if you want to pay extra, even though cruises are usually all inclusive, you can get like really fancy items. So I'm wondering if this is where he's going. Okay. I guess I don't know a lot about cruises. Oh, once I rode a ferry from Cape May to Delaware. It's very different, but mm-hmm. but I like that. At any rate, this guy was eating out of a gigantic fishbowl kind of thing. And we were like, what is that? Like, we're all eating off of plates. And we're eating <laughs> like the same kinds of stuff. But this guy's eating out of a fishbowl. And the food that we're eating is like all-inclusive in the price for the cruise. This guy, did you have to pay extra for the fishbowl thing? And eventually one of us worked out that it was caviar and that the fishbowl was like packed with ice. And it had the caviar in it, and that was to keep the caviar at the right temperature. And then this had me thinking, like, well, that doesn't seem fair that, like, he's got the big fishbowl of caviar, and his significant other, his companion, is not able to eat caviar. Like, what is it like to go on a cruise with somebody, and you can eat caviar, and they can't? Like, is this guy really happy? I think about that. Is he happy? I I don't know if he's really happy. Maybe he's happy. If that's what works for him and that's what works for, you know, the person who he was traveling with, then great. But I don't know that eating caviar out of a giant fishbowl and not being able to share that with other people is the thing that makes you happy. All right. See ya. Okay. I have a couple things to say and some questions. Uh, one, did you notice, did Alex say he did this multiple times or just one day? Oh, well, it sounded like... It to me, I was reading it as a repeat thing. I mean, if so, that's fucking bonkers. Yeah. So I wonder if this guy's putting it on crackers or if he's just fucking spooning caviar in his mouth. Like that sounds gross to me. Again, I'm not living that caviar life. I want to clarify that. Uh, I've had like versus too busy eating duck babies. <laughs> that was all in the same day, Pete, in the same party. <laughs> uh, I only had caviar once in my life, unless. I don't know if, like, this little, if roe on sushi is considered caviar, but I've only had, like, fancy caviar once in my life. Uh, Alex, I will say no. He's probably not happy. And the same way that the person who called the waiter over to say, I am upset there is an odd number of caviar on my plate, is he's probably not happy. And you know what? I don't have a whole bunch of money, but I just feel like, Even if you have a lot of money, only a certain person takes the time to order off of the all-inclusive menu. And, like, I wasn't at an all-inclusive when that guy had caviar, but I was at a place that had, like, like everything on the menu was, like, $12. But he had to order the $45 omelet. Like, no. These men aren't (laughs) happy. They have something to prove. He was probably sitting like that because he thought he was cool. I will mention, though, maybe his companion didn't like caviar. Or maybe she was embarrassed. Mm -hmm. That he was, like, being, like, he was stunting so hard. But also, like, what I also find funny is, like. You put 
you could put ice and stuff besides a fish bowl. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like a regular a bowl. bowl. <laughs> well, this is funny. Like, who is he? I, I, in my mind, he's probably trying to stun. But, like, who is he stunting to? Like, you afforded the same Alex, thing Alex, and it worked. No, but my point is, <laughs> they're on the same cruise. Like, it's not like, oh, look how much money I have. Like, Alex could afford the same cruise, too. So what are you trying to prove? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just find that funny. Thank you for sharing that with me, Alex. That That was funny. And sounds absurd. And his poor I'm, wife is probably like, God, stop eating that fucking fishbowl. And will you put it on a cracker? No one eats it like that. I'm worried about a week-long caviar diet and the bowel movement. Oh, did I tell you what I ate when I went on the cruise? When I went on my last cruise, I was already gluten-free. So I couldn't eat bagels. I didn't want to eat cereal. I liked smoked salmon. I would get every day, I would go to the buffet for breakfast, I would get piles of smoked salmon, a shit ton of capers and raw onions on it, and then a bunch of blood sausage. Because <laughs> I was like, blood sausage for breakfast? Never seen it. Okay. So I would eat raw, I would eat smoked salmon, capers, and blood sausage for breakfast every day. So I don't remember what my bowel movements are, but those are never regular, so I don't know. <laughs> Let's move on. I can't wait to see what your topic is. And I can't wait to see the segue. I mean, salmon and what was it? Capers? What kind of? Salmon with capers, raw onions, and then separately blood sausage. Yeah, that sounds like quite a diet. I mean, that's what you eat with when you have bagels and locks. You do eat salmon, capers, raw onion, usually a tomato on a bagel. I just didn't have the bagel. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's carbs and carbs would slow you down. It wouldn't let you be as buff as you can be. I hope you're going to talk about the liver king. <laughs> <laughs> I am not. Okay. Um, to set the stage really quick, uh, it was New Year's Eve. This past New Year's Eve. And Marissa was at this fancy gala. <laughs> and I was sitting at home watching the Cleveland Clavic. The Cleveland Cavaliers play the Chicago Bulls. And I sent Marissa a video, like a video of my TV. Mm-hmm. So it had bad audio, but Marissa, do you remember the video at all? I actually don't. Her response to it was, this is real weird without audio. Don't tell me what this is until I can hear the audio. And then I never heard from her about it again. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was also probably like drunk eating oh, duck definitely. babies in another world. But yeah, I looked at it, but I, yeah, now I remember the act of it, but I don't even remember the video. Okay. So this is oh. the video okay. that I sent you, and it's longer than I'd like. Um, if you're listening to the audio version of this, hopefully I cut this out because you can't hear it very well, but there is stuff to see. Okay. Oh, oh, Marissa, would you mind describing for the people who can't? Oh, okay. Um, on the basketball court, there are people having a baby race, meaning they are set, they are releasing their babies and their babies are crawling to the finish line to see who can beat each other. Yeah. And one just beelines it to her dad. And then one, it looks like the dad's trying to like push him to go because the baby don't want to yeah. walk. And it's like, guy, just give <laughs> up. Yeah, that baby reigned supreme in that in that race. No so, problem. to gain insight on what you saw, 
I thought that we would check out a couple of sources. One is the longstanding Life magazine, which is no longer a magazine, but was once a ridiculously reputable source, um, have great photos from history, all that is sort Life of stuff. Is Life a website? It is currently a website, but it's it's like owned by, I don't know, some somebody. <laughs> Okay, sounds like it might, it sounds like it's gone the way of the weekly world news. Yeah, very true, very true. Okay. So I'm gonna read you just a small piece, I promise it's small, from their 1946 issue. Okay. Summer is the traditional season. Okay. <clears throat> Summer is the traditional season for silly publicity stunts. Last month, one of the silliest and most uncomfortable <laughs> involved 36 hot, sticky babies Ew. entered in the 8th Annual Diaper <laughs> Service Derby at Palisades Amusement Park in New Jersey. Don't ever, everyone, note to the world, don't ever say sticky baby unless you're <laughs> like, oh, the baby's been playing with taffy. Don't talk about like a sweaty, sticky baby. That's disgusting. Some babies crawled in more than one of the four selected heats, which made little difference because there was no final. Oh. Others fell asleep at the starting line. After three tortured hours, during which babies squalled, mothers complained about delays, and photographers stumbled okay. over press agents. I don't know what a squall is. Me neither. Me neither. And I exactly. knew you were going to say it. But you know what? Squealed. I didn't pick that word. <laughs> okay. They squealed? Was that the... Okay. Sorry. That would make more sense. Yeah. Um, squawked, even. I wouldn't <laughs> pick that word, but okay. I would say, okay, yeah, I get yeah. it. Uh, and photographers stumbled over press agents for the National Institute of Diaper Service, which sponsored the event. The offspring of an Adagio team was declared the winner. <clears throat> now I'm ready for this one. Go ahead. I don't understand the last thing you said. And then I was just going to say that the agents from the diaper, whatever, probably hate their lives. But yeah, what is an adagio, what does the offspring of an adagio team mean? Oh god, that is a hideous fucking baby. <laughs> I'm going to die. It looks like a baby, it looks like a baby is about to be killed by an angry mob. <laughs> so, adagio is a, Ah, I don't know exactly what you'd call it, but it's like a pacing of music and it's usually slower. So you slow music down. So what he's trying to say, very similar to squalled, <laughs> is everybody was slow and one person won. So it wasn't like an amazing success. It was like this person won, but everybody was really slow and this whole thing was tedious. <laughs> what was the statement again? The offspring of an adagio something? Was declared the winner. Yeah. I thought it meant... Like, the Dodgios were a notable racing family, and I don't, I'm stupid. Continue. You're not that stupid, because we will. This baby, I want, this is a poster. <laughs> and there should be, like, a demon coming out of that baby's mouth. It wasn't a sanctioned sport, exactly. It was more no, like shit. a... This is a torture. <laughs> it was more... Yeah. It was more like a publicity stunt. In fact, it was entirely a publicity stunt put on by an association of deli diaper delivery services. But, <clears throat> excuse me, but for a while there, it was a right of summer to hold baby races at an amusement park in North Jersey. 
Can you just do me one favor? Can you say diaper delivery services, but take the R off of diaper and say that? Diaper delivery services? <laughs> yeah, that's all I wanted. Continue. Diaper delivery services. <laughs> Thank you. I want that as my ringtone. I Where's don't know. Where's my diapers? <laughs> Uh, photos of the event, including, included, um, one of Daniel Haver, who stood and walked, thus being disqualified from the competition. Well, that's a smart ass kid if he's of the age where he's not supposed to be walking, but he'd be walking. Also, he has a sign that says Donut Dan on his ass. Mm-hmm. And what does that even mean? I believe it's a sponsor. Oh, I thought they were calling him Donut Dan. We also have pictures of baby crying, supposedly because the surface, a green canvas, had been warmed in the daytime sun. Uh, yeah, like this baby looks like like he's on a like like the face he would make if you were being fried alive. <laughs> like like I didn't know that, but like yeah, he looks like he's going through like heinous torment, and there's just a bunch of. Feet of ladies all around him. So it's like people are watching him. Like they're um, all about yeah. to stone him. Uh, people weighing in the babies for the competition. But the weight had nothing to do with anything. And it's like weirder because the ladies are wearing like, like those old timey nurse hats. Oh wait, or is that a guy it's holding sunglasses. a paper behind her head? <laughs> I can't tell if that's a hat or a man is holding a paper behind her head. No, yeah, she's definitely wearing okay. a nurse's bonnet. So the fact that it's like a legit nurse and they're abusing this baby seems more absurd, but okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we also, um, is this, is this the wrong picture that you, we also have Dennis Wendelkin, who was one of Brooklyn, who quote, vanquished the other three heat winners because he was better looking. And then he became a ballerina. For his win, he received a $50 bond. It is possible, uh, somebody from life revisited the piece. It is possible that the judges saw something in young Dennis because the Derby winner of 1946 would grow up to achieve fame based on his physical prowess. Under the name Dennis Duane, he became an accomplished ballet performer. And because of his dashing and rebellious qualities, he became known as the bad lad of ballet. <laughs> You can see some of that bad boy streak in photos at the diaper derby, particularly oh. the one where during the victory ceremony where Dennis bites the microphone. <laughs> but, like, wouldn't any baby do that? Only the cute ones. His mom's a monster. <laughs> when he died in 2017 at the age of 72, he merited a substantial obituary in the New York Times, which Pretty mentioned young, his... poor guy. Yeah, but it mentioned his derby triumph as well as his achievements in the world of ballet. Again, this is why I told Pete and I told my parents that I told Pete and I tried to tell my future husband, but he didn't want to hear it because he said it was too morbid that Pete gets to okay everything before it goes to print if I die prematurely. (laughs) (laughs) Palisades Amusement Park closed in 1971. And I'm sure that their baby races went away before then. One source even says that they ended as early as 1955. Do you see that teenager in the back who has a face, an expression on his face? Yeah, I love that kid. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, it turns out that sur- communities surrounding the Palisades Amusement Park didn't love all of the traffic congestion and litter from park patrons. Mm. And developers wanted to capitalize on the view of Manhattan from the park, so they ended up building four high-rise luxury apartments in its Ooh. place. Okay. But baby racing didn't end entirely. According to Top End Sports, baby crawling races are held around the world. Babies race across the floor, crawling on their hands and knees, enticed by their parents or grandparents at the other end of the track, waving toys, cookies, mobile phones, and whatever else they can use to entice them to speed along the path. I would say as long as it's like indoors, temperature controlled, and the babies aren't having to wait hours, that's probably not nearly as bad. But I feel like that's a lot of stimulation for a baby. Mm -hmm. Because you could also be distracted by this ridiculous group of onlookers. (laughs) Yeah, I can't imagine this is like great for a baby. But I don't know. What do I know? I'm not a mother nor a baby psychologist. In 2015, Japan set a Guinness World Book of Record having 601 babies participate in a race at a shopping center outside of Tokyo. Yeah, this sounds horrendous. Could you imagine being this little baby in the background? Like, I don't know. If, wishing they had stardom like these. Just ones. held by their father. Like, no. <laughs> um, Lithuania had hosted an annual baby day race for over 20 years on their National Children's Day. Oh, yeah, that's a great way to celebrate children. Here we're looking at people at the start of the 16.4-foot carpet. I hope they have a National Elders Day where they force their grandparents to race each other. Anyway, continue. Sorry. And just in case, I th- see, you never know what Marissa's is going to pick up on. Just in case you, listener, were wondering why it's 16.4 feet, <laughs> the carpet. Oh. That's because it's five meters and the metric system. Oh, okay, okay. Here in America, many baby races happen at county fairs, local festivals, and sporting events, like a New England, like a New Orleans Pelicans game. Okay. Okay. Is that WNBA or NBA? No. NBA. And our babies are off. Oh. Oh, that little girl, cutie. She like, I'm a star. Uh oh. I love this. Is on fire, and she is in the lead. And she keep going. Oh. But watch out behind her. The little ones are coming. (laughs) They go. I'm gonna sit now. Yes, <laughs> I love it. He's like, nah. Oh, this one's crying. You should scoop up any crying baby like from this fucking exploitation course. This girl knows she's a star, though. Oh, That's why I like her. We see you, Rocket by Baby. We see you. But keep your eyes out. Kaya on fire. Oh, almost there. Look at her. Oh, man. She a queen. Can't make it. <gasps> now she's Can't going in a... Mercy, so you're not going to believe what happens. Oh my god, if she doesn't... Oh my god. <laughs> oh, the crowd is that fever pitch. <laughs> now she's Uh-oh. like... Uh-oh, we got somebody coming from... Oh my god! That's just baby's our like, winner. it. And, and look, then like... Our, once the baby's... Like, nope, not going to do it. We have our winner. <laughs> and like this other baby one who like wasn't even featured on the video at all until he won. Way to go! 
Wow. What a compromise. <laughs> Kaya or whatever her name was is still a queen because like she's yeah. like I'm gonna make you wait and then she lost though. <laughs> wow. And why did she lose? I mean, part of it has to be like what is what are the baby stakes in a baby race? Uh, nothing. <laughs> right. There may be yeah. some like training that happens, but or the love of your parents. You only earn it if you win. Right. Is it the initiative that comes from the baby or the parents that really makes them succeed? All I know is this baby who won looks terrified. (laughs) Well, he should be. Look at all the people in the stadium. The Pelicans don't even sell out most of the time, but there's still too many people. (laughs) Poor kids. Like most things involving kids, parents can take over and make it a lot less fun. And sometimes a lot less fair. Uh Uh-oh. Someone threw their baby across the finish line, didn't they? Okay, here we go. Another video. Oh, another video. Baby races. First quarter break in Sacramento. Everything was going well until this controversial ending. The winner of the Kaiser Permanente baby race, little Natalie. Congratulations. Oh, that lady needs her title strip. Baby race is going down. A mom steps in. Picks up her baby before the finish line. And for some reason, Scott Freshour just declares that baby the winner. Come on. Um, I mean, from where I was standing, it looked like we had a clear winner. Man, Freshour just flat out blew the call. Come on. Guys, there's no controversy here. This was a fair race. The right baby won. You know, everybody what? is talking He's about right? that botched baby race finish. I mean, it's just I, crazy. Right baby I could honestly out. care less about this. I mean, are you kidding me? On January 2nd, babies will race once again. I can absolutely assure you that this time, there will be no controversy. Um, We're bringing in extra security, extra referees, and I know for a fact we're bringing in a special enforcer. January 2nd, Kings, Phoenix, Baby Races, Part 2. Guys, I really hope you're watching the visuals, (laughs) because... Um... Wait, did it, it, what happened? I mean, what, what did it say happened? The baby won. No, didn't they have a rematch? Isn't that what I was just looking at? Oh, well, no, that was the promo for the next time they were doing baby races. I gotta say, I mean, a baby, oh, fuck, I just dropped my ring. That baby, like, the baby did nothing wrong. Fuck that mom. She should be, like, banned from that stadium forever. She, like, she, like, leaned over the finish line. Yeah. And then extended her arms all the way. And then it's not like she just picked up her baby. She had to drag her baby forward in order to pick it up. Like, and, what a loser. Yeah. All, okay. So, oh, go ahead. So again, it really kind of comes down to, you know, who is this, who is this for? Is it for the baby? Um, no. Or is it for the parent? Well, two things. One, it was just kind of funny because a lot of people are at the finish line with something a baby would want. Like someone had a rattle, a balloon, a toy, a bottle. And then one lady was just waving a Dasani water bottle <laughs> at her baby as if that was going to get her baby. But two, what do they win? Like, why would that lady cheat? Right. Just clout, I think. Are you fucking kidding me? What a loser. That lady's a loser. What a, a loser, loser indeed. What a loser. Guys, let's, let's dox her. 
Okay, let's see. Oh, of course. Baby racing has even found its way into baby pop culture. So this is a clip from a, as far as I know, very popular show called Bluey. Oh, yeah. Oh, Marissa, I selected this specifically for you. Okay, I've never seen Bluey. I know it exists. Never seen it in my life. There is season two, episode 50. There is an episode called It's a Baby Race, where mum reminisces about Bluey and Judo as babies. Okay. Bluey learned to roll over first, but Judo was the first to crawl. So then it became a race to see who would walk first. Okay. Did I do it? Did Bluey crawl? Not exactly. Come on, Bluey. You can do it. Crawl to me. <laughs> oh yeah, bum shuffle. Bum shuffle. Oh god. You were a bum shuffle. What the fuck? <laughs> Ew. Meanwhile, I would not show my child this. Which do is the step right happens. before walking? And I was just bum shuffling around. You are definitely not winning the baby race. The doctor said there was nothing to worry about. Some babies just bum shuffle before they crawl. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. The fact that this show's British or Australian, I can't tell the accent makes it weirder to me. When yeah. When bum shuffle. <laughs> yeah, so in case you don't know what a bum shuffle is, that's uh, instead of walking, the baby put its hands in front of it and just like dragged its ass, which dogs do. Yeah, like when they have worms or something. <laughs> yeah, Bluey is a dog. Uh, but yeah, do babies do that? I don't know. Gross. The, the lesson of this episode really leans on parents more than babies. See, yeah. Bluey's mom thought that she was doing a terrible job because Bluey couldn't walk yet. But it turns out that she's doing a fine job. Just people have different different paces on their path, if you will. I mean, I absolutely agree. It's not a reflection on the parents when their child walks necessarily. But I will say, um, I hope children haven't started bum bum shuffling Mm -hmm. after this episode. Because if you got duty in those pants, in those those diapers, whatever, you know what I mean. Duty in those diapies. (laughs) Duty in those dipes, then, ooh, you're going to have duty all over the place. And kind of like Bluey is not an old show, so it should be no surprise to you that the tradition does continue. On July 7th of 2023, your baby could win uh, the National Cherry Festival's Diaper, diaper Derby. Um, and if you want to, you could also try to get it to come back in the New York City Triathlon uh, <laughs> as a side event. What do you mean? Oh, it has to go two ways? Wait, what? <laughs> what do you mean get it to come back? It needs to go and then come oh, back? Oh, they canceled it. Why? Don't know. Because they realized it was abusive and that baby shouldn't have people screaming in their fucking face for that long. There were a lot of cases where they got canceled because of COVID yeah. um, and then just didn't come back. So I'm not sure if that's the reason or what, but... I feel like these babies... I don't... It's just who feels screaming. I feel like you should have, like, lanes... Like with walls, so the babies don't see all the other people yelling. So they but only. That's see part the of the hands. challenge. Yeah, but that poor baby. 
all of those things considered, you think about that baby at the Bulls game. Holy shit. Yeah. Ugh, poor kids. I and don't like these guys. If you're really looking to hit it big, let me suggest to you the Bahrain Baby Games. Okay. For those uh, of you as dumb as me, Bahrain is a Middle Eastern country off of the coast of Saudi Arabia. In 2018, the Bahrain Olympic Committee established the Baby Games, which included various events like baby racing, hurdles for toddlers, freestyle gymnastics, free throw and free kick events, and weightlifting. Okay. First of all, what? Second of all, I mean, I need to learn more about those specific events. But I will say, I don't hate this as much as I hate the basketball one because it seems like they do it in a much smaller arena and have way less people participating. So it seems a lot less jarring for the baby. Yeah, in this one we're seeing, what do you think, five, six six lanes. Yeah, exactly. The, oh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's, well, one of them is like standing off to the side. Maybe the baby gave up. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like no more than one, two, no more than six or seven lanes. And like mm-hmm. there are bleachers, but they're not very big bleachers. <clears throat> this feels like a high school gym. That feels like that's way more doable without scarring your baby. <laughs> yeah. And the question kind of becomes with these color coded lanes, does staying in your lane matter as much? Um in the, you know. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's way too much for your baby to have to grasp. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there. Oh, and then here's another one of kids who won stuff. Because oh, okay. It, so the weightlifters and gymnasts aren't like two. <laughs> okay, I thought they, they were, they, but yeah. Instead of thinking that they were abusive, I just thought it was gonna be like comical, and they were just like gonna just like have the babies just rolling about count as gymnastics and just like mm-hmm. picking up a thing count as weightlifting. I like my idea better. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Because there's also the international children's games, uh, which is in a, an, I guess international Olympics, right? Olympic sanctioned event. And this takes place, or it takes place this year in South Korea, oh. uh, for the winter and summer games. But, those kids have to be 12 to 15 years old, so I honestly don't give a shit about them. Yeah, no, no thank you. I want Just babies with pudgy it. little arms. Yeah, I want people who look, like, ridiculous. Actually, I don't even want five-year-olds. I want four and down. But, again, I don't want them to be, like, abused or forced to do things well. I want this to just be a no-stakes thing where, like, it's just nonsense. Don't yeah. fucking make your tiny children fucking care that much about competition that early and no it's not because i'm from the everybody gets a trophy generation it's just like wait till they're older to make them care about a trophy you fucks but marissa what if your baby doesn't have pudgy arms what if you want your baby to be like cut well you're gross (laughs) did you see probably not i should have i should have talked about it in a Riss's Gossip Girl. I forgot who it was. Some influencer or some celebrity came under fire because she posted a picture of her kids in bathing suits and they all had six packs and they were like, <laughs> like five to like 12 and it was disgusting. <laughs> they looked like they were on baby roids. It was so gross. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm not body shaming the children. I'm sorry. I am body shaming the children. I feel like they could have only achieved that through unnatural means. So I am shaming if their parent is 
making them undergo something where they would get six packs. But if they naturally get six packs, which I don't believe, I'm more power to you. From the website filterfreeparents.com, your baby oh, is like sassy parents. Your baby is probably consent to. Got to do that again. It's not consent. <laughs> your baby is probably content to sit or lie and stare up at you from the comfort of a bouncy cushion. And you probably love the softness of your tender little marshmallow. However, it's crucial for parents to understand the significance of strength training for their baby. No, no, no. Babies, no. babies are born with no muscle strength or control. But these skills will gradually develop over time. From the midpoint of the first years, your little one should be ready for training. The sedentary lifestyle with all the eating and sleeping, when combined with the appropriate workout, will promote fitness and health for your baby. Are you fucking kidding me? But just like us grown-ups, the exercise routine may become boring to them. It's crucial to mix things up and keep the motivation. Well, yeah, your baby shouldn't be sedentary forever. Like, yeah, your baby crawls, they play with toys and stuff. That should be enough, shouldn't it? So I don't, I don't know. What activities will buff your baby? Ugh. I hate filter food parents or whatever. I bet it's run by the Liver King. Did you rolling around, <laughs> rolling around, crawling, sitting upright, cruising, or walking, as well as stretches and massages? Can help your baby build muscle. Oh, that's could, normal stuff. You you made also, like you were going to make your baby do fucking weird shit. You can also have your baby utilize baby dumbbells. No. Or the mini speed bag that attaches to wow! baby carriers. What a loser. Now, here's the thing. I have to tell you that the filter-free parents article was a rational article that, Marissa, you uh, saw right through. That oh. talked about normal ways that your baby should develop um, so that I guess they don't become sedentary. Yeah, yeah. Except I just eliminated the parts that were rational. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So, Marissa, can babies get buff? I hope not. Two vital hormones are necessary to gain muscle. And this the body doesn't... <laughs> the body doesn't... <laughs> produce enough of them before puberty to build significant muscle mass. Without increased production of growth hormone and testosterone, resistance training won't result in much muscle gain, if any at all, for children. So I do want to say this. I don't know what his name is, but like, I don't know if any of you are familiar with this, and I have mentioned this in the podcast before. I went to a church that for a time had these strongman people attend and most notably they had their child was a strongman or strong child i don't know how old the child was at this time i feel like they were like eight or like somewhere between like six and ten they weren't like much older than that and the child had like a six-pack and like muscles and like could lift huge amounts of things uh they were foreign just just giving you details just in case you remember this person but anyway so i did have experience with a child who had massive muscles and strength trained, but that definitely did not seem okay. Do you know what I'm talking about, Pete? Have we discussed it before? 
Yes. Like, have, you all, have you ever heard about a kid doing that? I think he would like rip phone books and shit. It was really the, weird. His, uh, for those of you who'd like to look him up, uh, his, I guess referred to name would be Little Hercules. Yeah, yeah, I think that is. Yeah, okay, there we go. Yeah. So I went to church with that kid. <laughs> anyway, and his parents. He didn't go <laughs> independently. Maybe he did. I mean, he didn't though. <laughs> that kid. So let me see. That kid has, never mind. I don't think that's a weird term. <laughs> I always forget how to use PowerPoint. I hate using PowerPoint. Okay, let's see if we can figure this one out. Why does, I keep telling my mother I'm going to call her after the podcast. I said I'm going to film a podcast. She's called me three times. Oh, no, that's my brother. Sorry. This is yes. a low quality. Oh, yeah. It's a low quality image because I just ripped it off of uh, YouTube really quick, but that is the kid. Yeah. Yep. I know that kid. No, I knew that kid. It was really weird. <laughs> but for my sake, I'm going to leave this slide up. <laughs> yeah. Please don't leave it on that creep. No. Stop. <laughs> stop, Marissa. Please don't leave it on that kid that I feel had to undergo unnatural things for that physique. Sorry. Yes. I need to be more sensitive. <laughs> so that is uh all that I have on I was gonna baby say racing. Creepy picture. I wasn't calling the child a creep. But I cut off my words that made it sound like I called the child a creep. I was gonna say oh, creepy It should also be noted that I'm not just showing you a picture of the kid and some guy. This is the kid now. <laughs> oh, well it it looks like he'd probably chilled out a little bit. Good for mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Once you get away from those parents, again, yeah. it's the parents. Yeah, exactly. That kid is really cute, though. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, if you listen to this all without seeing the visual, really, you... I mean, I'm sure you're not going to hear this whole podcast all over again, but you should just flip through it and look at some of the visuals, because they're funny, ridiculous, or traumatizing. Some combination. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see if we can uh, pull this video thing off. Yeah. So, Marissa, um, first, do you have any questions? No? Okay. Plugs. Do you have any plugs? Plugs. Um, I guess I will plug. You know what? I was going to plug the show I've been telling you about all this time, but instead I'm going to plug. Do you have Showtime? Did you know The L Word is still on the air? <laughs> Did you know there is currently a season of The L Word that is in the process? Like, in process. There is current a current season of The L Word that is being aired on Showtime. And if you have ever watched The L Word, know that two people are getting married, that I just can't believe it, but it's the will they, won't they, that we've all been rooting for. So, guys, go watch The L Word Generation Q on Showtime. The young people are really annoying, but they have all the old people from the first one that you still love. How about you, Pete? I wanted to plug uh, newly available on Netflix, um, The Burbs. Oh, I've never seen that. I think it's 1989, starring Tom Hanks. You got your Tom Hanks. You got your Bruce Dern. You got your Corey Feldman. You got Princess Leia. uh, Carrie Fisher? Yeah. Um, 
and a bunch of other people. Uh, wonderful Wait, movie. Fisher, like the wife of the man of Tom Hanks. Yeah. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and then you have the neighbor art who apparently went on to do some things, but I don't know what. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, check that out guys. It's yeah. more of a summer movie, but you know what? If you're living in some place that is as cold as I am right now, maybe a summer movie would do you some good. <laughs> not really that cold. Well, we don't live in the same place. We live not that far. Isn't mm-hmm. it like in the 48th? No. Okay. It's uh, in the mid-20s. Maybe what? 30s. Are yeah. you fucking kidding me? Wow, I was like sitting outside before. It's 45 mm-hmm. degrees here. Sorry. Guys. You should call us at 570-POD-WOD-1. Even if you don't want to leave a call, you should give us some um, topics that we could possibly cover. Just let us know we're not screaming into a void. Um, Also, in case you're worried that we use every single phone call that comes in, we don't. We only use Alex's. (laughs) But but no, if you don't want us to use your phone call, we don't have to. Uh, Simply just absorb and enjoy your feedback. Yeah, we're really just happy to know you're listening. Um, we have some, excuse me. I was burping and I wanted to make sure I didn't do it on the air because I'm polite now. Um, now. Yeah. <laughs> what was I saying? I don't know. Guys, also I just want to remind people I do have a Patreon series called Marissa's Gossip Grill. Uh, I realized I wasn't doing Marissa reviews with any sort of consistency. So this is something that I know I can do more consistently. Uh, I know it's not everyone's cup of tea to follow celebrity gossip, but just give it a chance. Give it one chance. If you don't like it after one episode, never listen to it again. That's fine. I'll and some of you might be thinking, well, she keeps pitching this show, but I don't know if I'm going to like it enough to give a dollar. So maybe we'll go ahead and post uh, an episode of that in the main feed. Yeah, that's a good idea. Pete, as a person who doesn't follow celebrity gossip, I will refer to you to defer to you to pick which one should be free because I don't know which one is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would also like to... um plug i would also like to mention that i have a new episode of pete ruins a movie coming up it's the peacock original movie sick so um again for as low as one dollar a month you can get access to all that fun stuff um and for two we will um be nicer to you (laughs) i also want to say pete also has his patreon uh pete Pete Reviews. What is it called? Just, oh, Pete yeah, Previews. yeah, yeah. Pete Previews. And I recommended, not I recommended, I requested he review, what was it called? Renfields? Yes. And boy, he just wasn't having that movie and it made me laugh. Yeah. I don't know if I'm having that movie either. I just, sometimes I don't know how I feel about a movie and I need Pete to tell me how I feel. <laughs> Um, Pete, where could, so they could call us at 570-POD-1-1. Where can they email us? They can email us at 570-POD-1-1. No, they can email us. I'm just kidding. They can email us at shout at yallheard.me. Um, Michael Venos sometimes sends us emails there so that we know that it works. <laughs> oh, shit. Speaking of Michael, I forgot that I was going to force 
Michael Stinson to be on the episode closest to my birthday since he has never given us a proper Halloween uh, story. A story? Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm going to cash that in. I'm going to text Michael Stinson the moment this is done to let him know the Reaper is coming for him. <laughs> Uh, guys, we also have some interview episodes coming up. Uh, we are going to soon interview someone who was a professional mascot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also we, we have to interview Alex at some point about his solo board gaming, uh, habit. Blake Wexler has offered to come back. Yeah, we should and, uh, and yeah, maybe Michael Stinson can bring something special to be interviewed. About. Oh. He's bringing something. I don't know what, but you better believe I'm not letting him pass on this one. The, anyway, guest, guys, the guest part is always great because that means we don't have to do anything. <laughs> I love it so much. Guys, um, thank you for listening. We love you. Thank you for being with us all this time. Stay safe out there. Uh, goodbye. 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 Yeah, hi. Hi.